Welcome, welcome to episode 22. Health is important because why? Health is important with guest Glenn Hemans. So today we're going to be openly speaking freely about health, what affects our health, preventions, and just basically about getting ourselves back into a better stage after going through COVID and all the things that we've put on extra weight and missed out on families and get together. So Glenroy, we're going to ask you if you could just give a little introduction to yourself and then we'll go straight into the episode. Hi, good evening. Um, my name's Glenn Hemans. Um, thank you for, first and foremost, for inviting me here to your podcast. And it's something that you've been trying to do for a long time. But, yes. You know, I'm excited to be here today because you're doing great things and you're helping the community. So thank you for inviting me here today. Um, the reason why I, um, I am here today to like speak about it is because I know there's a lot of people who have gone through like COVID-19 and stuff like that, as you're saying, have put on a lot of weight, that being one of them. And like people who um, are worried about actually catching COVID-19 and thinking if they're going to be healthy enough to come through the other side. So it's yes. nice to be able to be here today to like say some of the things what I've done. I'm not an expert, yes. but just to speak about some of the things that I've done myself to help myself to better prepare myself um, to deal with um, if I get COVID-19 and hopefully I'll be able to pass something on to other people as well and, and that's what it's all about Glenn we, we love to speak with our community and we love to speak about all things that's happening in our social society and things that we could help somebody with just by listening in probably could give them that extra urge to go and seek help or you know that little whim that's going to let them jump up and go you know what I need to get into that healthier lifestyle so the first thing I'd like you to start off with Glenn Obviously, not forgetting Zen, get <laughs> Zen to come in, and Zen just to give a little brief shout out for not being here for the last two years with what? us helping the community. No, I'm very excited to be back in your speakers and your headphones, all that good stuff. Um, thank you to all the contributions on our socials. Even though we haven't done a podcast, you've still been interacting with us. We really appreciate you getting in touch with us, and I'm looking forward to doing more podcasts this year, God willing. Um, so yeah, let's just get into the episode. Absolutely brilliant. So, Glenroy, let's give you a little breakdown of through the COVID and the preventions and what you went through that helped you with your guide of getting back on the straight and narrow and moving forwards. Yeah, as regard to COVID-19, I think everybody was concerned about, you know, what was going to happen if people contracted it, mm -hmm. um, how they'll be able to deal with it. Um, and it made me, I'm sure, as enough as probably yourself as well, look into it and try to find out the ins and outs and prevention and if you do get it to be able to best put myself in a place to be able to deal with it um, because what I was seeing what was people that I had grown up with and was around that had contracted it and I've known a few people who had died from it um, I've got a my, my mum is quite elderly so I was concerned about that I've got brothers and sisters as well and the community and I was like you know something I need to try and best prepare myself and also what I was noticing was the pounds were starting to build up I was looking down and I was seeing that belly starting to grow and I'm like no you know something has got to be done so yeah I started looking into what could be done from a health perspective as regards to um, dealing with COVID-19 and breast preparing to deal with COVID-19. 
So it was um, best preventions as well as moving forward, I would say. Um, like I said, can totally understand where you're coming from. Obviously, everybody knows that I care for my mum. Um, so we had to sit back and preventions. Couldn't be mixing and blending with people. So we had to like put myself in a bubble because obviously you don't want to be passing it on to the elderly because obviously, you know, it's very harmful, mostly for them. So with with the body nowadays, as we already know, we need to start getting a bit more healthier. And I mean, it's not just one person. I mean, it's actually everybody. We've been putting on so much weight over the last two years we got to start thinking about shifting this weight, whether you go for daily walks, whether you train in your home, you do your pentathlons, your pentathlons or on all the rest of it. We need to start moving forward and finding our own ways because we are moving out of a pandemic and it is, everyone's a bit still like lost, yeah. would you say? Yeah, I would definitely say. And one thing I want to mention is these guys are mentioning a lot of weight, but I'm actually a very lanky person. And I'm st I feel very unhealthy as well. So I think it's a lot more to do with what's actually in your body. So yeah, Glenroy, let us know a little bit more about how it all works in terms of your body and inside and how that all affects us. Yeah, I'm glad that you, you mentioned that because <clears throat> you can, just because you don't display being fat on, on the outside, um, you can have fat on the inside because the build-up of cholesterol um, can cause blockages in the arteries and stuff like that. And it's to me, it's about how often you eat, the types of food that you eat, and how much insulin is released in your body, which is very not conventional. Important. It's very important. Yeah, it's not conventional, but it's the direction of which we're moving into. As we all know, we can't prevent something like COVID-19, but it's not just COVID-19. It's health matters in general. Yeah. We're looking at diabetes, we're looking at blood pressure, we're looking at heart condition. So it's something that we can use in general. Mm -hmm. And as she says there, you can have fat on the, the, the inside. So what I started to do, I, with my hour, what we had, what we could go and exercise. First of all, I started to do walking. I don't know about yourselves, I, I, I will ask you what, how you found it, but I didn't really find it that difficult, but I valued my hour where I could go out there and express myself, exercise the mind as well as exercise in the body. Did you guys feel the same way? Was that the same way? Me, for guys? me, I'm a natural walker, as everybody knows. I love walking, mostly and foremostly, but I tell you what, even though I was doing the walking, I was still feeling affected. Yeah. I tell everybody straight, I was still feeling affected even though I had the walking. So what I was doing was taking time out, listening to music, obviously working and trying to, you know, grow vocal oxy I see. It takes a lot out of you. So I was just finding other avenues as prevention. Did you like find any other preventions or anything like that? I think I focused a lot on breathing exercises. Okay. Um, COVID made us all very anxious. I don't know whether you know the statistics about children, but children specifically are 70% 70, 70 more likely to be anxious or have depression after COVID. And um, that just explains exactly how the world felt. So for me, breathing was a simple mechanism to make me just calm down and understand the situation and get ready for the day. Yeah, yeah. just to go to the point what you're saying, because I don't want to deviate from what you said. Yeah, we're talking about what did I do? What I found is that um, I was putting on a lot of weight like, like a lot of people. Um, I was concerned about what was going on the outside, but also, as you were saying, Zen, what was going on on the inside. And what I found is through my own research, and I'm talking about what worked for myself, was that um, I had to limit the amount of times that I was eating. And 
some of the things I'm going to say is going to be a lot of buzzwords of is what everybody's talking about now, but it's something that worked for me. So um, first of all, um, I looked on the keto diet, right? Mm -hmm. Which it really does work. It really does work, and that's limiting the type of food what you eat, limiting the carbs. If not, cutting out the whole of the carbs if you can, um, and eating more fatty stuff. Okay. Now. Believe it or not, I never really used to eat fatty stuff. I wasn't one for burgers and, you know, like things with a high content of, yes. of fat and stuff like that. Fast foods and so Fast forth. foods and stuff like that. And foods with like, a lot of um, oil in there. Yes, I would eat mackerel sometimes from time to time, but fatty food wasn't really something what I had. Butter and stuff like that. But I tried it, and to tell you the honest truth, it really, really did work, you know. Yeah, so you found an improvement from that straight away. Straight away. How Not, did you see that? How did you see that improvement in day to day? I'm talking about the the weight just dropped. Okay. The weight just dropped, but it came with its consequences. <laughs> just in the sense that, and and I'll tell you why. I've got a problem with my digestive system. I have. A lot so of people like have. me increasing my fat, I found that. I was having acid reflux quite badly. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like the, the good thing with keto is that it had set times as well, what you could eat, which I, I find that a real, real challenge right. because I like to eat when I want to eat. Right. But with that, it gave me set times and I'll, and I'll go and I'll break down that as we go along mm -hmm. about the set times. But I just want to set like the, you know, the outline of it is that I found that doing keto was good the, the results was good, but the side effect was that I had Acids. a lot of acid reflux that was built up. So the weight was dropping off, but the, my body wasn't really used to dealing with like fatty stuff, like the fatty mackerel, like eating like buttery stuff and, and stuff like that. I did try and do like the, the burgers and that, which people say is bad fat, but I just wanted to get fat inside me. My body did really, really struggle, but the weight loss was really, really good. Okay. But what I was going to say, right, it wasn't even so much that that really stopped me from doing it as such. It's, I was missing my carbohydrates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially I a was, person you like to, yeah. like to train. So you like to have your carbs to build up yeah. your muscles and get your weight gain on. So when I say carbohydrates, let me just say what I mean when I say carbohydrates. I mean, like, I love to get up in the morning and eat oats, porridge. I do like eating my porridge. I used to have my bread yeah. and I used to have like my starchy food, my potatoes, potatoes. my rice mm -hmm. and cutting out all that, right, was difficult. You know what I found the most difficult to cut out? What was that? My biscuits. <laughs> oh, Would you sweet tooth? Would you sweet tooth? Yeah. <laughs> when me and Rogs used to go to school, you know, at dinner time, we used to look forward to like having the our snacks. biscuits yeah. as our snacks. So meanwhile, everybody's having their puddings at school. If we didn't like the pudding, we could just buy a pack of biscuits and then we and could snacks. just sh share them out, have our snacks. Okay, I've got a question. So what's the go-to biscuit, both of you? That's difficult because I... <laughs> There's so many biscuits that we went to. Do you, I yeah, don't know, that's what, what, I was, what was the Big Daddy biscuits called? Do you remember the Big Daddy? Yes, what, that, what were they called? I, I don't know the names for them. They were just two big thick strips. Yeah, like, that's what I used to it, call It kind them. of looked like rusk, yeah. but long strips. And that would yeah. fully what just that one biscuit alone. 
I don't know the name of it. I didn't even know that you used to call it Big Daddy as well. That's what Daddy I used Biscuits because I didn't know what the names were. <laughs> so, you know what? What was like the biggest thing for me growing up? You know, like we used to train, and you know, we lack our nutrition, yeah. and we like to be kind of healthy just naturally. Um, but for me nowadays, that I'm noticing to a lot of things is the influx in our bodies and the influx that's that's not in our bodies. So, example, you're talking about vitamins, which yeah. is for me the biggest thing that we don't get no intake of in our yeah. foods because of maybe genetically modified. Yeah. Maybe that's the start mm-hmm. of it. I wouldn't really know. What would your idea be on the change of intakes of? Um, vitamins and so forth in our bodies. I mean, for me, I was um was in our pre pre podcast um conversation. We did mention that there's just I've realised there's no seeds in no fruits at all at all. And I'm someone that's a big advocate for fruit. I'm not. I don't. I I I eat my salads and veg, but I do prefer to eat fruit. And I, I realised quickly that I've had to go to like watermelon yeah. to rely on that because I know it's got seeds, seeds in, but you know your grapes. Yeah. Your grapes, you might even have oranges now that don't really have mm-hmm. seeds. You can have apples that don't have seeds. And yeah. knowing that these are things that grow from the ground, that, that grow with seeds in, yeah. it's very it's very confusing to me how, how that will be beneficial to your body. So, so how can that affect your body, Glenn? It's, it's really interesting that you say that because like leading on from this keto thing and um, bringing in the vitamins and minerals into it is that um, what I found is that I had to cut out a lot of the carbs. I had to cut them out, even gotcha. though they carry certain vitamins and minerals in there because they're just blow to me. So I cut out the bread, so I don't eat bread. I cut out the biscuits. I so what would up. you say? Let me say with one thing. With yeah. your bread, what was would you say, because you said you've got a funny digestive system, Yeah. was it the yeast that had a Could reaction? Be. Because you know be. with people that yeah. suffer with um, IBS and yeah, all these yeah, things, yeah. bread does it, yeah. irritable syndromes and XYZ, would you say yeast is a player in it? Just I think so. Own, I think so. Just speaking from my, own, from my own perspective, what I find right is when I was eating bread and stuff like that, it was just bloating me. And the other thing is what, what I found, bread and biscuits, because of the sugar content, it was making me feel hungry a lot quicker. Yeah. So I knew that keto was fantastic but I knew that I had to stick to Topics. certain kind of carb, um, carbohydrates. So when I cut those out, going on to what you were saying, Zen, is when I started looking into the, the fruits, as you're saying, the vitamins and the minerals which are in there, that's what I had to go to as my go-to for my carbohydrates. Because um, I was doing loads and loads and loads and loads of research. And the research what I was finding was saying that carbohydrates was like a fancy name for sugar. Yeah, okay. it is a fancy name a for sugar. fancy I would name say. for sugar. And that's because it breaks down, in the end, it breaks down as a, as a, as a type of sugar. Right. So like, um, I was saying to myself, right, okay, if all these are going to be breaking down as sugar, right, and we know that sugar is not good in, for our digestive system or for our bodies in large quantities, I've got to try and eat the best type of carbohydrates that I can. Um, I'm from a Jamaican um, descendant, um, probably you ourselves, guys as well, yes, right? Ourselves. Is that the foods that we have, like yam, dashim, plantain, yes. cassava, they're complex Very carbohydrates. Yeah. So there wasn't like simple carbohydrates like a biscuit, what was just full of sugar. Yeah. They did have some uses with them. 
going back to the fruits as you're saying so what was fine is is as you're saying a lot of the fruits didn't have any seeds in them so that means that where is the nutritional value from with no seeds. with no seeds in there and also uh, the, the challenge what i put out to people as well and I, I don't know what you think about it is i always kind of had a problem when you know when people say that they're going to juice they're going to go on a juice diet but a fruit right the nutrition in the fruit is not just the juice or the fruit is not just the juice yes the, it's, it's the skin, skin it's but, the, and the pulp as well, well isn't it yeah. Yeah. so like if you haven't got no seeds in there which has got which has got um, acids to it as well and you haven't and you're not having a pulp which has got digestive enzymes in there which helps you to be able to break down the sugar sacros and you know fructose and stuff like what are you gonna what are you actually putting in your body and i was finding right that it wasn't really the, the best thing to do for me mm -hmm. so i i sorry yeah Gone. So I found that um I would I would prefer to juice the whole pulp juice it with the whole pulp, pulp in there and drink it and then it. drink it because it's then got it's more real to being a fruit than what it is when you just take out all the juice. Yeah, because you've got all the fibres that and yeah. all the things that break down and add to exactly. it. It's not just the fruit itself. It's it's all the veins in in the fruit, yeah. it's all the rest of it that's sitting there with different deposits of stuff that help out towards our bodies. Yeah. So as you were saying about seedless grapes and stuff like that. What do you think about it? I'm not, I'm not going to go into the, the ins and outs, but one of the schools of thoughts is that um, it's purposely done like that. Some people have it for convenience because some people don't like taking it out, but also you then become subservient to the people who provide the, the fruits. Um, another your dad used to plant um rods did your dad used to plant like vegetables and, Every, and greens everything guys to you be you haven't got the, you haven't got the pips you can't plant your own yeah you can't, you can't produce it and remember when you're planting your own you know what fertilizers if any it, yeah. are going in there uh, our parents used to use like uh, manure <laughs> yeah yeah you could yeah manure nowadays it's all pesticides all these stuff and i've always says even just op freely openly speaking i think and i know these have diet effects on our body uh, i just think with the human body there's certain things that we build up and you know to make it inconvenience for companies or for the world that is having detrimental effects on our body it shouldn't be in our body yeah. or like with you know example with cancers i believe we've all got cancer it's just going to take something that you're going to take trigger. that's going to trigger it off and then we don't i don't have to know about these things so yeah i've got like a big thing into like what you're saying with the pulp and all these and that's a black cultural thing that we do these things we always go back to the ground first before we go any other way absolutely first. absolutely yeah and it's it's and you can't really underestimate the the effects of pesticides so I think the best example to see them is when you have an apple. Yeah. There's always a waxy, there's like a waxy yeah. surface on an apple, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, in our culture, we're known to be quite cleanliness, so we'll clean our fruits mm -hmm. from when we buy them, but not everybody does, and they don't realise that you're already ingesting a pesticide that's probably on that apple. So just as a quick tip whilst we're here... Clean your fruits in warm water. Leave your fruits to sit in a bowl of warm water for about an hour and just see what rises to the surface of that water. You will see that the fruits are not as clean as you think. Um, pesticides can do damage. 
they do help maintain fruits, but at the same time, that's going side. into your body. Um, so just that's just as a side note anyway, but I'll pass it back to you, Glenn. It's funny that you, that you says what you says in, in the regards that, why, and I've never understood this, I don't know if you guys can answer this, why would you put wax on something like an apple to make it look good for people to buy it? Knowing that they're going to eat it. And as she says, a lot of people isn't going to want... Because it's actual wax that they put on yeah, there, you it, know. Yeah, it is. It, but this wax. is what we know. But you got to remember, I, I'll openly speak about it because everybody knows I've got the biggest mouth in the world and I'm open. I just say what I say, how I see it. Um, I say nowadays, openly speaking, is, is you got to look into these things like money. you got to look into things about people cutting corners to get the bigger gains. And I think the, the majority of the world does it. It's just the era that we're in that, like I say sometimes, people question me, there's not enough cows on the earth to feed everybody. <laughs> so we've got to have additives, pesticides, um, emulsifiers, and we have to add things to these food to make these food stretches. But on the same time, I think, like I said, with cancer, this one thing could trigger in somebody yeah. else. It may not trigger in me, it may not trigger in you, and it may not trigger. So I think with the world, we're just trying to push above our station sometimes. Yeah. And it's causing a, a today example, I created it. When I die next, I say I'll die 10 years later, I'm not going to be feeling the effects of that or what's happening to you because I'm not here yeah. to feel the effects of yeah. it. So yeah. what do you think about that as you was throwing that at me? Yeah, 100%. Um, I totally agree that things are not what they seem to be on um, on the surface value. I think you need to go a bit deeper down. And that's why I started, like, you know, trying to set my body up. I've always done it anyway, but yeah, more so for the COVID, you know, um, COVID environment that we're in to try and say, you know what, I want to try and make sure that I'm as fit as possible. And the reason being is because it was saying that people who had underlying health, health issues were most affected Effective. by COVID-19. So that's the reason why I was doing what I was doing. And that was concerning because, you know, like being overweight was one of those things. Yeah, yeah and like, I, like I said, I've been like saying to people for years, lose some weight people it yeah. is it is absolutely crushing our lungs our inner organs we need to start losing some of it we shouldn't be so heavy i think yeah <laughs> well that's it and because it goes in effect it stops okay for people the knees the knees not working right it can be a joint problem and it leads to all these exactly. issues that go later on in life and the next thing you know is cut off a um section to the blood flow yeah. to your arm and now you can't feel from it and there's a loads yeah. of things that can develop from it definitely but even before i go on to that let me just go back, back a bit, yeah. go again back a bit. to like what was talking about like with the um the reason why i did keto and and what i moved on to what i found worked better for me and it's only because the digestion system and eating a lot of the fatty stuff was intermittent fasting which is what i'm doing still now I want to tell you that I had back problems, mm -hmm. severe back problems. So I could not train. So within the period of time, from just that, just before, okay, right. I started this just before Christmas, literally 10 days before Christmas. 
I, um, I had done this talk um, in a church called Health Matters before, because Health Matters and Ruggs had seen me and it commented and says, well, he was interested in what I says, can I come and do this podcast? And I looked at myself on the video back and I'm like, <laughs> honestly, I like, I've got to do something about it. I looked and I was like, I've yeah, really got to do something. Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah, discussed yeah, it, didn't we? We, did, we, did discuss we, that, we yeah. talked about it and like, um, Ruggs was the same thing. And Zen, honestly, you don't understand Zen. I looked and I was like, nah, I've got to do something about it. And also, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know what I mean, get that underlying health problems and get COVID. Not just COVID, but that, the other that was the flavour of the month. Yeah, yeah, so that was the flavour of the month. So from there, right, I decided to start intermittent fasting. And I literally did not do any exercises at all. That's and a bit strange. It's a bit strange for this guy. Yeah. It is. And listen to this. This is the disclaimer. Are you ready for this? Um, I think it was on the 29th of um, December. But by that time, it had kicked in where I wasn't eating no rubbish. So it was just like good food that I was eating. Mm-hmm. Lots of water. At least two litres, yeah, three litres of water used to it a now. day. Thank God that I'd done it. By that time, I probably lost about seven, eight pounds already. Wow. Just to find out. That I got COVID-19. No! <laughs> oh, days. Oh, damn. So you, and you contracted it after all that? But I was only about 10 days into it. So I'm saying, right, well, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll, I'll explain about intermittent fasting a bit more just before I so say, what am I going to do now? I do like a 16-8, which means I fast for 16 hours a day. And I eat within, within that eight-hour period. So, like, now um, I'd finish, like, at 7 o'clock tonight. 7 to 7 is 12, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. So, add the four hours to that. 16 hours from there will be 11 o'clock tomorrow is when I eat again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to explain that a bit more. But that was important. And I think that I kicked into the stage right that... My body was starting to adjust really, really quickly as well. You know what I mean? I was suffering from acid reflux and stuff like that. That stopped. Um, I wasn't sleeping properly. That stopped. You know what I mean? Um, so what you're trying to say then, basically your body was just totally run down. Yeah, man. Like the body was saying, you're going too fast. Slow down. You need to slow well, down. That's why I keep telling people, slow down. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a bit back into that a bit more. Just mm-hmm. remind me, I've got to explain... Why? Because I was saying about like the um, yeah about the intermittent fasting, but about um, insulin because that's really really Important really 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 major. So what happened is now right when I got to the stage right only ten days into this right seeing that I'm losing weight I'm like I've got COVID what am I gonna do? But that then took me to like the vitamins and minerals and what I was doing and I I decided you know what I'm gonna stick with this thing. And I believe that because I was doing the intermittent fasting and I stuck with what I was doing, everything all binded together. It all got together and I got over it relatively quickly. But like I say, that day three or day four, I was I was all right. I was good. Feeling better. Yeah. You know, my throat was. I was like, um, my throat was sore, and I had an eye temperature. And the the one thing that you know when people say that they can't, some people had it and they didn't feel like eating. It came to me that I didn't feel like eating, and I told my body, mate, 
You see when this 16 hour period is finished, you're, you're eating. eating. That's good as well, well because you, when you have you it, it, you don't, like, well, when I got it, I didn't have no taste. And because I can't taste or enjoy my food, and I'm a foodie, I love to taste my food, that's what put me off rather than not wanting to eat. So it's good that you kind of told your brain, because that's all it is, isn't it? It's just telling your brain, no, we're committed to this. Yeah. This is what we're doing. So yeah, but, but it should be like that because I remember when we was kids, my mum used to say to us, like, you know, like, oh, you're hungry. My mum said, well, if you're hungry, go and eat. If you're tired, go and go and sleep. It's, it's the uh, way of affecting to, to like, prevent on other things that could be happening to us at the same time. So, as you was going back to you, you said you was going to tell us about for the intermittent the and yeah. the insulin part of it. Well, uh, I, I've been doing, uh, I, uh, basically, after two months, I lost two stone without wow. no exercise or nothing. Mm -hmm. Two stone without doing any exercise. All I did was limited the times when I was eating. No biscuits, no chocolate, no crisps, no bread. Right. Everything else what I wanted to eat. So In terms of carbs as well? You just in terms of carbs. But remember, yeah, like, so in terms of carbs, like um, my rice and you my potato, I did stop it, but whereas in the keto, I really did have those. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If I did, it was very, very limited. Okay. So that wasn't my emphasis. My emphasis was no biscuits, chocolates, crisps, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll talk about sugar probably next time. Yeah. Because... By the time I uh, finished what I'm saying here, you know what I mean, would have been down. But what I found, right, is that there was a drastic difference. Okay, I, I, people might say, well, okay then, how about if you had cut off those things, and when you cut off those things, you wasn't doing it within a set period of time, but you cut off chocolate. Wouldn't you have lost weight anyway? I would have lost weight because I'd cut off some of them things from before, mm -hmm. but the difference was... Was that um, the difference was, was that I found that when I ate certain times, my digestion system was better, and the weight loss came off easier, and that's all because the more that you eat, this is a little bit complicated. But the research what I was doing, no expert, I'm saying what worked for me. The it's research what I was doing, I found that. The more that I was eating, often it was releasing insulin, which is no good for you. Insulin, when you eat the wrong food too often, insulin's job is to make sure that you've ate, you know, like when you've ate the correct amount of calories, to send it to the right parts of the body to operate in the right way that it's supposed to operate. But what I was finding is right, because I never had set times, it was releasing insulin, not three times a day. Yeah. It was releasing this thing constantly. constantly because I was eating sweets, I was eating chocolates, I was eating biscuits, or I just, I'm a bit peckish. Was, was, like, and was you eating, was you going for like stages? Because you know, with men sometimes like, yeah. we'll put on weight, we'll, we'll probably eat at 12 o'clock, one yeah, o'clock exactly. sometimes. Was you even going through like stuff like stages? That. Stuff like that. So I wasn't necessarily eating more, but I was eating at the wrong times. So this insulin was just insulin was just pumping out, pumping out, pumping out. Added to all its other yeah. things. So now the insulin, right, is releasing. It doesn't know how much food that you've ate. All it knows is that it's been activated. Less insulin, uh, <laughs> ground one, stomach needs you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And insulin was just rushing out, right. 
And um, it was just, the, the thing is with it is that when it gets the food, if it can't store it in the places where it's supposed to be storing like through your stomach, it will be like, as you were saying, storing it in, in other your, places. In other, yeah, like your it kidneys. It shouldn't be there. Because kidneys, yeah, your liver, your liver sitting in other places. Your heart. Be. You don't look fat on the outside because it's not got to the stage where it's filled up all these areas to then start manifesting itself on the outside. So all these things was blocked up. Round, you know, like when it says middle age spread, I looked at the mirror, I'm like, nah, that's just, <laughs> mate, you need to do something, mate. But, and I remember, what was, I remember yeah, watching the programme, I can't remember his name, his name's Dr. Yeah, but he was the guy that done the, um, you know, when you're dying, he does the fingers on your after. Yeah, you know, the guy that come on and done it on the telly. Yeah. You know, the guy that used to come on and do it on yeah. the telly. Do you remember him? Yeah. And he came and done it about the fats in your yeah. body. And he, he was a female. And she, because yeah. she was lying on the table, obviously she's not alive, yeah. face covered in that. And she had a big midriff. Yeah. And he, you know, done his little thing, cut into the midriff. And if yeah. you saw the fat... That was just shutting off arteries, shutting off mm. tubes, shutting off dish. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm glad I've seen that. Because, you know, we like freaks like that. When we yeah. kids. All we used to do used to be massive. Like, you made a comment today, um, Glenn, that rugs, you look good. Remember, I used to yeah. be always massive. Yeah. I've cut the weight because mm. I tell a lot of people, because I know it is too much weight mm. will let you go before your time. Yeah. You shouldn't mm -hmm. have so much... And when you look, okay, I've got a bit of weight. You and your midriff, that weight in your midriff, that fat, is not very is not very good for us. So this is why we say health is important. Because why? Health is wealth. Health is definitely health a matters wealth. because health matters. It does. So I would like to talk about now is about as we say not the right. We'll go back to it. Not the right amount of. Intakes, no intakes of vitamins, because it's a big thing that yeah. intakes of vitamins. We're not actually getting them in the foods that we're eating. Yeah. So how would we go about considering if he says I want my apple, but it's genetically modified, it's got no seeds. How would we go about another way of trying to add these things into our diet? Would we have, would we be able to add it into our diet, or would we have to just change the way of how we see things and how we perceive it? It is it's it's funny that you say that. Um, hopefully we'll have time to go back to this insulin thing a bit more later on but it's funny that you say that right um, I read this book I can't remember what it's called it's at home right now and the opening chapters of it was talking about um, an apple no an orange isn't an orange and I'm like well, okay where is it going with this he says it is an orange but it doesn't serve the same purpose so it's not an orange and I'm like okay where's it because the orange used to have, I can't remember how much it was, it was something like 50 milligrams of vitamin C um, before. However, it no longer has that equivalent. Yeah. And it was explaining the reasons why um, one ha the soil doesn't have time to rest. That's a fact. It doesn't have That's time to rest. So like, just like how we go to sleep and we rest, you know, um, recuperate. recuperate. Like even like back in the back in the day, like what I says with this health matters because health matters. From thousands and thousands of years ago, they used to do like um, a cycles, four year cycles, sometimes five year cycles, where you grow things for three years, so then they sit down and on the fourth year it rests for a year, for a year, and then start back over, and again. then you start back over again. 
then the soil has time to rest. You then put the right things in there. So, you know, like when people put like um, all their like Manure, the rotting food, rotting yeah. food and put whatever in there for the road to the soil to replenish, it needs replenish to be replenished. Itself. And it's not replenishing because we're just constantly working it constantly every year. We don't sit down, we don't stop. Money, 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 give me the money. 100%. So that's one of the things. And the other thing I was reading about, and I'm like, this is just bad. Is as you're saying about like the pesticides and the herbicides, you know, the damage what it does to the soil, the damage that it does to the foods that we're eating, it's bad. No, sorry, go on, go on. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll carry on, Glenroy. No, go on. No. Oh, yeah, well, I was just going to uh, drop one in, so just for the listeners and our followers that listen. Um, I know a young lady, she'll probably kill me for saying it, but everybody knows I don't care. <laughs> like that, I've got respect, but you know, there's certain things that I believe we should be speaking about and not hiding these things because it doesn't help anybody by hiding it. Um, a lady of Coursera that I know, um, she was really, really ill, couldn't walk, couldn't move, affecting all her body. And she was a person that says, she went to the doctors, doctors probably weren't listening, they couldn't yeah. find the problem X, Y, Z. And then she decided to take it up on herself and go, you know what, I'm gonna look for organically trailed way. She went down the organic trail, especially with our culture, we already know about the organic. And she went down the trail to realize it was the food she was eating and it was the stockpile of um, metals that yeah. were in her body. Mm-hmm. And once she went and realised all the heavy metals, and it was, and this is a female. So remember, female go through so much changes, while different than men. You see, and this really affected her. She was even talking to me, going like, "Oh, I can't take anymore X, Y, Z." And then she started cutting down. She started doing this um, Rick, not Ricky, or something. This kind of thing. And then she started cutting out the potassiums and all the overload because she was overloaded of metals and she cut it out now when i see her i can talk to her she can walk now and she can do these things just by t- paying attention to the importance of the health on what happens to her body not mine because we all work differently with what happens to us but on hers it was the overload of metals in her body yeah which brings us onto a different area which it's it's, just, it's every conversation what we have takes us onto just a different, a different conversation, area. but we can always come back because so. the feelings that we have, you know, that there's a trail of thought, a school of thought that's out there that says the feelings that we have cause grave harm to our bodies because of the mercury content that's in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mercury for one definitely. Once is, once again, it's a heavy metal. And then it goes inside your body and it stays in your body. And these things have devastating effects or can have devastating devastating effects, according to what I've read. Also, as you're talking about the similar kind of things there, controversial, but I'll just mention it in passing and then move on. One for people to do their own research, to look into root canal feelings. Once again, for people to go away and look, because the theory is that once that root canal's open, it goes to your blood system. You've got your things like fluoride, heavy metal, or brushing our teeth with, mercury, what's in our feelings, which is going around, enters into our blood system. And overloads, overloads, havoc. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's that's something for people to go and look for themselves. 
because yeah, like we, I just like to open it and give them a bit. Of, you openly can overload your body with all these things, and and if you don't know about it, and you're sitting there feeling these effects, it's better that at least somebody had a, a slide in the conversation and mentioned it about metals in your body. Sometimes I'm not saying to everybody everything is the metals in the body. This is just openly to our discussion, and it's openly and freely. We're not the experts. When we do need the part for the experts, we bring the experts on, as everybody knows. What's funny about that, I went to the dentist and I was saying, oh, I've been like watching lots of podcasts and stuff like that <laughs> to do with um, teeth and to do with, because uh, my teeth are not the best in the world at all, and to do with like, um, the fillings and mercury what's in the fillings and root canal. And uh, the first thing what that dentist says to me is, that's a lot of nonsense. Where do you get that information from? That's what says it's for people to do yeah, to I, do that own. Well, I, I'm not an expert. I'm gonna say this, and add on to it though. I can say for a fact that your teeth can cause other alignments in your body by not having healthy teeth, yeah. and that's a fact. Healthy, not having healthy teeth can cause something wrong with your foot, can cause something wrong with your nerve, it can hit your nerve endings. Remember, the most of your nerve endings are in your jaw, yeah? So it can hit anything. So it, it is good that we're speaking about these things today because, like I said about Sarah, I know a fair few other people that that happened to. When they did go and do their research, they realised like, well, I'm glad we did have these conversations with Zen or Bronx or whoever, a vocal of. So, yeah. I wanted to get back a bit though, so to that the we don't miss and it's back to the vitamins and the yeah. insulin side of things, please. Yeah, um, vitamins are really, really key. Um, are the sole key. Um, once again, you talk to many people like doctors and stuff and people like that. They will say that people don't need to take vitamins and minerals because that there's enough vitamins and minerals in your food. That's their challenge. I'm not challenging whether or not that's they know what they're I'll talking about. They <laughs> However, I'm saying I would rather err on the, the side of caution to say that because I know that the soil is depleted of nutrients, what these plants, fruits, vegetables need for us to eat. They need to have their nutrients to give us their nutrients. I'd rather err on the, the side of caution to be making sure that I'm taking my um you know the vitamins and minerals that are thirteen vitamins and and the, the excess amount of minerals that we need that our bodies can't produce ourselves. The, the, how much how much vitamins? Is it something like thirty it's how much vitamins our body needs that, in our bodies? Yeah. How much would you say? I don't there's, even know. There's like thirteen odd vitamins because like for, like I said there's 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 different types like say vitamin B split into lots of folic acid and and all kinds of different ones. So you know what I mean? And there's other ones like, you know, like vitamin K, what people don't really talk about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People right, tend to vitamin know. vitamin K for people because a lot of people... A, a lot of it will come from like, you know, like your plants, like um, your fruits and like your green, green vegetables. And so, some veg, right, some vitamins need other vitamins to be able to work as a tag team, to be able to work together, to be able to, you know, to give you the maximum absorption you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, um, yeah, so there's a lot of them. Vitamin A, B, C, D, E, um, vitamin K. You know what I mean? So, like, um, we've got so many, and they've all got different effects on our body. You know what I mean? In, it depends where you look, but a lot of people will say in the vitamins that vitamin C 
is king. It doesn't mean that you know it's more important than anyone. It's just that the amount of jobs that it can do. It can yeah. anchor and you can use it, you know, it'll do the job of other vitamins, not as well as what they can. But it'll but tag it, team and help. Yeah, you can tag team and, and help the, the other vitamins out a lot. You know what I mean? Some people say in the minerals, they'll say that the, the king is um, magnesium because that's responsible for over 300 different body reactions, um, chemical reactions within your body. I say the most important vitamin or mineral is the one that you lack. You let that is, vitamin, you need do it. You need that vitamin. And I think that um, there's a lot of things that we do, once again, going back to the weight that kills the vitamins that we have in our body. Because mm -hmm. when we're overweight, there's certain vitamins that we That's can't... That's going to overtake that exactly. vitamin doing its job. You know what I mean? When we're overweight and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Calcium's great for the body, right? It, it is because it helps, you know, like um, your heart and vessels to operate. It helps the muscles to contract and, and stuff like that. However, however, it's, it then becomes a problem when you've, you're, you're overweight mm -hmm. and there's not enough that's going in circulation. And it's what it tends to do, it leaks out of the, the you know, like out of the vessels. Mm -hmm. And it's the leaking that it leaks out of the vessels that causes that calcification, that causes a blockage in your heart. Yeah, yeah. And that or calcification is really thick. Yeah, it can't really thick. That is you know solid. I mean? Or can cause, like, you know what I mean, like the, the stones and stuff like that, what you have. So because we're so overweight, the body's not working in the way it's supposed to be working. So do you think that people should take vi vitamins yeah. and minerals as in like, you know, like the tablet form that you probably get from Holland and Barrett? Or do you think that it's, um, what I've heard is, it's just something to make your urine clear that don't really work? This is what I was saying earlier on, right. I prefer to err on the side of caution to say, you know what, because I know the soil's depleted. Look, okay, I, did you guys ever watch that, that the thing on the internet, like for all the listeners out there, you can look on it on the, the internet yourself, where they're growing potatoes in the desert, with yeah. no soil. Yeah, in the sand. In the sand. Yeah. 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 I'm not disputing if it's a potato, but I'm asking the question, has it got the nutrients as what the, the ground, potatoes would have that grows in the ground? I, I can't answer that because I don't know. Shh, I can't but shit. I'd rather err on the side of of caution to say, well, maybe it's not. As the orange got as much it's, vitamin C in there it's, uh, as what it used to have before, even though we know that kiwi fruits got more, much more vitamin C than the orange has. A kiwi's mm -hmm. like the king of vitamin C with like the fruits. But okay, for if we're talking about orange, does the orange have as much vitamin C in there as what it did a hundred years ago no. or before? And no. I would rather err on the side I'm of not, caution I'm not, I'm, to say Okay, no. okay, listen. I don't err on the side of <laughs> cautions with things, yeah. I like to say it how I see The land, listen to the words. As we know about the land being depleted, we know about that. That has an effect on food. Yeah. It's a fact. So if you're going to say depleted minerals from the ground and not having time to sit, yeah. it's going to be depleted in the yeah. food. Because where is it going to find it from? All of a sudden to yeah. make back up the balance. It's never going to. So yes, we do... 
people can as we said today you can do your research we're not saying this is good or this is bad and we're not going around that we're just saying that we need to start looking at our health a lot more after the last two mm. years of what we've been through because yeah. it could have done side effects to our bodies that could maybe be irreparable yeah. and i'd like to get it to yeah. straightforward and speak openly yeah. so today i really i've really enjoyed the conversation totally yeah, today. yeah i just got a quick one that i didn't i think that we've been told a little bit of misinformation about food. Um, one of the things that I always hear is how good broccoli is. Wow, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I know it's got a, a massive iron content. Is 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 it's not. It's not good. Oh right, are you talking? All oh, right then. Are you talking about like from the the eyes of Doctor Sebi? Is yeah. That, if you're talking from the eyes of Doctor Sebi, then yeah. But then my question back is. What's a what's a original fruit or what's a original plant? Because he says that a lemon's not original, so but it's still in our ch in our food chain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's just depleted of it's not to the full height. Yeah. Okay, go back a hundred years, example. Yeah. I can. I'm not a hundred, but I have seen some life on the earth, and I can say from when I was kid to now, would I say it's depleted? Yeah, I would. I can say that from yeah. seeing it, tasting it, seeing the effects it has on my body, to say it's depleted because when the land is of its full nourishment, it produces the best food. Yeah. When it says it's depleted, it can only give what it's got mm. and that's just in most things in life. Mm. So I would say a lemon ain't like a lemon how it used to be. Um, example, how I used to check was on my chicken. I'll tell people straight, I clean my meat. So I used to have my lemon clean my meat with yeah. my lemon, uh -huh. obviously clean off of the water, and then you'll see the residue of anything mm. on top of the water. And then when I, started, like when I was a kid and my mum let me learn how to do cooking, and I realised the benefits, and it would clean off all, because it's acidic, acidic food. Today's, nowadays, it just doesn't feel the same. I, I even, just by looking, I'm not a doctor, I'm not, but I'm just saying, I feel and see that it is not to the same equivalent to when I was a child. And it's, it goes back to what Zen was saying. It's a brilliant thing. I think Dr. Sebi is absolutely amazing. Um, I did a, um, we did a Black History event and we did him as like our main focus. It was um, the year after he had, uh, he had passed. I think that is for the next podcast because we have to do a second podcast. That was good. No, because definitely we're looking at, as you're saying, original foods. Like yeah. say, for instance, like a lot of the foods... I'm ending on this right. Aren't the colours what they're supposed to be? But, the, like, but this is what I keep saying. Mankind have changed so much. It speaks to mankind. Yeah. An alien didn't come and do it. Yeah. Or, you know, the world didn't come yeah. out to see and do it. A carrot's not supposed to be orange. Exactly. It's, it's not the, A banana's not supposed to be exactly. 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 So, I think... So, Dr. Seb is very, very key. I would say... A lot to those who like Doctor or and who doesn't because everybody's got a balance act of how they see things Dr. in life. Seb is a man. Can, do you want to just give a little bit a background who is because people are going to Yeah, to give you Dr. understanding. Doctor Sebi is is a huge advocate on healthy living from natural the most foods. original and natural yeah. foods in terms of alkaline yeah. foods. He speaks yeah. a lot about and how to maintain your yeah. body in in the the closest form to original as it yeah. can be with when it comes to people living off the land yeah, so um 
is a major key figure in, in black history in general. Mm. But for anyone that's interested in health, go and check out Dr. Sebi's 100%. work. He, he's renowned by a lot of people in the industry, not just our culture, but everyone. Amazing. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, like he says, if you're into Dr. Sebi or not, just check out what you think is good for you. But I would say go and check out Dr. Sebi because it gives you a different light of seeing things than just hearing it from the one channel. Yeah. So what would you like to finish up on today about what you, we've talked about today on health? What would For you me, like? for me, major, major, major fact about insulin. I didn't realise how insulin worked at all. We, um, I feel like the, the term diabetes gets thrown around. So when, when, when you're young, all you constantly get asked is, do you have diabetes in your family? Do you have blockages? This, this, this. And you're kind of just like, no, no, no. But don't ever question it. I don't question how it works, how it actually develops, how people can go from not having diabetes to all of a sudden you have to have insulin and whatnot. So just understanding he, it's how it works in the body has helped me a lot to understand how timing of eating can help as well. So proper helpful for me to take away. And what would you say that you've seen from today? Me, I'd, Glenn, so. um, I'd just say that um, it's really what we did today is just an introduction. It's I mean, because we need to go into like the vitamins and vitamins to, to, to break down. We need to talk about like the insulin because it's like a massive one. And we have to talk about Dr. Sebi. Oh, oh definitely. And the, the <laughs> next one I wanted to come on to, and I've been trying to get this um, episode done with, because I don't know if you know, we work alongside Sandwell and West Bromwich, West Birmingham NHS. So we're trying to get a, a pediatrician to come on so that we can speak about hidden illnesses. This is one thing that I really want to speak about. So because my sister's got diabetes, my mum's got diabetes, and quite a lot of people we know with diabetes, it should be not a stigma. We should be speaking about this every day in every conversation, normal conversation, whether you're on the bus, you're on the tubing, wherever we should be speaking about these things more often because it's going to educate the youth we're sitting in the era where we don't know and it's going to be the same for the kids so insulin people it's been the biggest thing in my eyes especially when i see my, my sisters and my cousins getting the injection out in the stomach and you're sitting there watching it and so forth so today people it is really about health what did you want to add 100 percent because okay we're ending but i've watched this thing and it says diabetes is that the, the, the starting disease that leads to, to every other disease. Yeah. And if we can control not having diabetes by controlling our insulin, I think we'll have less problems so with other start. diseases. And, and and that is start. But that is definitely... So that the, we'll, we'll pick that up on the next podcast. We will definitely pick up on the next podcast. I could go on for ages because it's something that I'm really deeply fortunate and we've missed everybody so we've missed talking so just bear with us <laughs> yeah bear with us it's been I'm, I'm, I'm honestly glad to be back yeah it's been a very long time um and i would really like to say glenn about time thank, thank you very so much, much. Thank, you coming, thank you thank you thank very you much. guys for having me and i hope i didn't bore the people out there <laughs> you haven't bored anybody it's our first one back and we're just really getting back into the groove of things so we tell everybody like it's been two years and it's kind of you know, apprehensive coming back into it. But like we says, don't worry, we're going to be coming back with more, with a big bang in all of our other episodes. I had to put my hand up quickly, just as a side note. Um, we have got a Facebook page now called Vocal Rogue. Please come and check it out. I'll be dealing with the Facebook page so you can come and talk to me. I know you talked to Rugs on Twitter already, but yeah, come and reach out and have a chat with me. 
yeah, don't forget, we do have also to subscribe to that other channel. So if you want to know what's going on for the future and what's going on and what we're doing, just go to vocalwrong.com. It's got everything maybe. there, your directory. So if you suffering from loneliness or nothing you can contact us we've got our befriending pages you can go onto our podcast and listen to episodes that other people have come on like dr lisa mcnally also glenroy hemans and some others coming on to the podcast also on there you've got our introduction and even if you did which is our biggest thing that we're pushing now is that we fund ourselves we don't get funding like other people we fund it out of our own pocket so we start into looking for people if they could donate and help towards the other projects that we're going to be bringing towards the community which we believe the community really really needs so thank you very much for listening in we'll be back on the next one thank you thank you very much and from glenroy health matters because health matters <laughs> health matters because health matters thank you and we'll speak to you soon